0: Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. Adi Tull is in South Africa at the invitation of the Johannesburg Musical Society. She is part of the visiting Fidelio Trio, an Irish classical music group. Adi is an Israeli cellist who made her solo debut at the age of 12 with Israeli Chamber Orchestra. She has since performed with leading orchestras around the world, Her solo and chamber music performances have been broadcast on BBC Radio 3, among other radio stations. She's also the winner of the Muriel Taylor Cello Award and the Making Music Award for Young Concert Artists. Adi is emerging as one of the most dynamic young cellists of her generation. I caught up with her during her, uh, uh, during her trip while she was in Durban, just before she left South Africa. Adi, welcome and thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me. It's great to be here.
0: Adi, you started playing cello at the age of seven. Is it something you always wanted to do?
1: Yes. Well, actually, I studied the piano with my mother. She's a concert pianist and now a quite well-known teacher in in Israel. And that didn't go down too well. Also, <laughs> my, my hands are quite small, so I couldn't... Um, uh, quite stretch an octave on the piano and um, her favorite instrument um, has been uh, the cello so she she just decided to, to, to give me one and I, I stuck with
0: it. You know your entire life I imagine to be to be where you're at has been dedicated to playing cello. Is there anything you'd rather do? Is this a passion for you?
1: Yes absolutely. I often get asked um what would you be had you not been a musician or, or a cellist? And it's quite a tough answer um, to, to to give um, other than, than what I do. So I'm, I'm very passionate about it and I, and I absolutely love it.
0: So for you, it's never been you've had to give up anything to do this. This is what you want to do. And every second you do it, you enjoy it. You have the talent and the motivation and the passion.
1: Yes. No, absolutely. I, I actually get a bit... Um, nervous here and there where, where I have a couple of relaxing days and I think oh why am I not playing the cello you know, uh-huh. it's it's a it's quite um, uh, it's well, it's very natural I suppose if you do it from a young age and you train um, really hard and you know a lot of practice and dedication goes into this um, and I never felt like I missed out on other things well well you know I kids would be out there in the park playing um, I was quite
0: happy with, with my cello Adi, you started at the age of 12, I mean your, your first debut solo was at the age of 12, again for a young girl was it very difficult to overcome nerves and perform?
1: Actually, Funny enough nerves have become more an issue I think a lot of musicians would agree with me Um as you get older, um, because when you're young and, and, you know, very passionate and excited about, about your music and and what you do, um, you know less at that point and you just go for it. So you practice, you're confident and, and, and you go there and you can't wait to get on that stage and, and perform your heart out. So at the age of 12, that's, probably all all I had in mind and as i as I came to my twenties actually it was it was a different um a, a different matter um and i and I felt I had a bit of a, a slope um in terms of my confidence and then you know it it got brought back again in mid twenties and mm-hmm. now in my thirties and it's um it's it's wonderful to get on the stage it's exciting and Um, every performance um, can bring something new.
0: And you've been touring South Africa. Um, I know you're leaving very soon. You're in Durban tonight for a performance with the Fidelio Trio, an Irish classical music group. Was that a different kind of thing to what you've been doing before? And how have you enjoyed our country?
1: Well, I joined um, the Fidelio Trio about three years ago and we're all based in London. So we have that in common. And um, they have been in in their group for for many, many years before I joined. Um, So in that sense, you know, it was easy enough to just join a preformed group. And, um, you know, they have a lot of repertoire that they play um, regularly and varied repertoire as well from Haydn to today's composers that uh that were lucky enough to work with one of uh who whom is your own, uh, Kevin Volans. Um and we get commissioned pieces and um, and we perform all over the world. So this is my first time in in South Africa and um, I'm very excited to be able to be here and just a little shout out uh, to Culture Ireland, which is a magnificent organization that made it possible for us to tour here as well as other tours we've had in the past couple of years to um, India and the United States and Asia. Um, So it's, you know, without that kind of um, financial support, it's uh, it would be more difficult to come to this part of the world, but um, I'm thrilled
0: to be here. Uh, it is fantastic when an organization, a cultural organization, whatever, does see the, the, the point in funding music. Um, Adi, you play for the West Eastern Div- Divin Orchestra, which is a youth orchestra based in Spain, consisting of musicians from countries in the Middle East, including Egypt, Iran, Israel, Israel Jordan, and Lebanon. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that organization?
1: Yes. Actually, it started as being based um, in, in Spain, um, and it, it has developed a lot. I've also joined um, this orchestra only about three years ago, but I've had friends from my high school, which is an arts, arts high school in Israel, who've been there since the very start, uh, in 1999. So it's been going on for, for quite a while, and this orchestra has grown up, with um with its kids so so to say, um, because they are now grown ups and um and I think most of the public still sees it as a youth orchestra but um those kids are now <laughs> sort of my age and, and in their forties and and um and so it's it's developed a lot since since the start which is which is great. Um and it's it really has a gripping message. I think that uh, Daniel Barmbun, the, the director and the conductor, is has really built something outstanding here. And um, the bottom line is that there is a, a mutual language that can solve this conflict. And, and it starts with music. Um, and hopefully the rest of the world follows because it seems... It seems difficult um, to to ever come to um, to, to agreement, really, between the,
0: the 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 two nations. You mentioned Daniel Barenboim as as being the the director, and of course, it was started together with him and the late academic Edward Said. Uh How effective is it in terms of bringing people together on a practical level?
1: It's tough for me to answer that because. I I don't deal with practical <laughs> so much in in my life because um, you know music is, is what I do daily and I and I know I'm privileged um, to to be able to wake up every morning and 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 just do music um, but because that is such a simplistic thing um, I'd I'd wish for us to be able to, to, to encourage others to to you know to, to, to just see it uh, in, in a more simplistic way because it's it's very easy to come together and and play a wonderful symphony by Mozart, let's say, and tour the world with it. And we all speak English so that, you know, we have that in common and we all understand the emotions from, uh, from that come from, from playing music. And those are really the two things that you need to, to be able to bridge. Um, so I, I don't you know what it does, um, you know, on the international Uh, level because we do perform everywhere and people seem very excited about the projects and and so am I. So I I hope it continues to to affect uh, more of our audience.
0: As an Israeli performer, have you ever experienced any forms of boycott or attempts to boycott you?
1: Hmm. Um. I call this uh, hate crime um, in, in in London. Actually, uh, a few years ago, I've I've experienced a, a few um, unpleasant moments um, just on my way to a rehearsal or a concert. Um, where I also had my cello with me, which uh, which can be even more stressful to carry mm-hmm. around uh, such a great. Instrument and be under some sort of uh, uh, threat, um, but yes, uh, people heard me speak Hebrew on the street, and um, and it, it it was very resentful and and unpleasant. So I have experienced that, um, not so much on the stage um, as I play, but I've been to concerts of uh, of friends of mine from the Jerusalem Quartet. And and I've seen them having to go through difficult things live on radio and in the middle of a concert where you play um, an epic piece of music and suddenly are interrupted by uh, by audience members who are there um, to to disrupt the the event. So it, it it can be a very difficult moment, let alone whilst you're you're. Getting there on stage and exposing yourself musically—it's—it's uh, it's
0: tough. The the art scene in Israel is obviously thriving. Um, what is the response to kind of classical music there among young people?
1: I, yeah, I think it is. It, it is an amazing place that that inspires a lot of great musicians um, who who love to visit and come there, whether they're uh, Israeli Jewish or not, um, and. Actually, I um, I was a part of perelman music program when I was really a child. I met Ithak perelman when I was 12 in Israel, and they brought their program ever since. I think they try to go there every year um, and encourage more and more young musicians to... To, to to go for for it and pursue their dreams, um, as well as Marie Pariah, who's uh, a legend concert pianist, who now has a wonderful program at the Jerusalem Music Center for young pianists, um, and again encourages them to push um, to to their limits and and expand in in every musical. Sense. and of course it's very lucky that we have those figures there to, to to be able to inspire young artists because it's not to be taken for granted and I know I've been lucky working with these people since uh, since very young and it really shapes you to to the musician that, that you are today
0: Because you're in South Africa I have to mention Jacqueline Dupreez. Um I'm not sure mm-hmm. if you ever came across her and whether she was in any way inspirational to you
1: Yes, absolutely. Actually, I, I, well, I've, I've never met her. Um, unfortunately, um, she was, she, she had already passed away at, uh, I think the age of 36 or something far too young from, uh, from a terrible disease. But, um, of course she was, um, married to Daniel Barnbaum, whom I, I know very well from the divan. um, but as, as a child, I had all of her records. Um, I remember my father would would bring me every week a different recording of her, of, of, of a different piece or a different performance, and I would be absolutely mesmerized. As, you know, as a kid, you always want to have an idol, and, and she was it for me, of course. And, uh, and I had a poster above my bed, and... Uh, and not not until very uh, very recently, actually, my my parents decided to, to take that off my my bed in, in Israel, which was quite a defining moment. Um, but but definitely, she has been an inspiration, and every time I watch her now, the, her her excitement and um, and her talent carries carries through. It's
0: amazing after you finished here in South Africa and unfortunately none of my listeners will be able to to hear you because I know you leaving now where's your next stop
1: so I'm going I'm going back to to London um, and I'm, I'm then going to um, Prussia Cove which is an amazing festival run by by Stephen Is who is um, one of my all-time uh, favorites and mentors, and I'm going to play um, chamber music with with different people there, um, and and hopefully have a nice time. Not flying around um, every day, even though it's it's wonderful. It's it <laughs> it can be uh,
0: exactly.
1: it can be tiring and mattering. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Um, Adi, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me um, I know how busy you are because we had to literally schedule this interview like this time just because you have been so incredibly busy and um, yeah. flying from one city to another so I'd like to say thank you very much for taking the time to speak to me and thank you so much for doing so I really appreciate it Oh well,
1: thank you so much for having me and um, it's, it's, it's great pleasure to be here and on your radio show And, uh, shout out to all the listeners. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. That was Adi Tal, a celloist, and in South Africa at the moment for, with the Visiting Vidalia Trio.